0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. This is your host, Kwame Shimarino and I am here before the intro music to let you know that the episode that you are about to hear was recorded outside, so it doesn't sound as clean and crisp as I sound right now. But what's important to me as a podcaster, as a journalist, is that you are getting authentic stories from What I'm really experiencing from what's really going on in the world and one of those things is really the fact that we're in a pandemic right now and everyone doesn't have the space to work and to provide material content the way that they usually would. So yes, I woke up at 6 a.m. I recorded in front of my building maybe like 8 a.m. and yes, welcome to the Museum of My Mind. This is episode 11. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Museum of My Mind. You've officially made it to episode number 11. And I had a title for it, but my emotions changed since then. So let's just get into that. So I find it extremely complicated to work from home. And this this is starting out working from home as opposed to graduation, which is what I wanted it to be about because like, let me tell you how it's been a hell of a week. So if you follow me on Instagram, which actually you can. My Instagram name is Q-U-A-M-E-I-S-H-A. Again, that's Q-U-A-M-E-I-S-H-A. So if you follow me on Instagram, you see I'm always posting about, like, my cat and my neighbors. And, like, like two nights ago, it's Memor- well, it was Memorial Day weekend just passed. So, like, two nights ago, somebody had a trumpet. Okay, I think it was a trumpet. I'm not really musically inclined. I don't know, but it was like some type of mu- musical, like horn. And then my other neighbor, she has like a, uh, oh my god, she has a um, she has like a karaoke. So like legit, her karaoke's in her window, and she's just screaming like the whole night until three o'clock in the morning. So f- like for the sake of art, for the sake of um for the sake of like showing up and doing the things that I want and being consistent, I'm like, you know what, every week I have to put out a podcast. Like yeah, I know it's okay for me to take breaks and to do all those little things that I wanna do in between. That's fine, but it's like if I don't hold myself accountable, then what will I really be able to like will I accomplish anything in life if I don't hold myself accountable starting right now? So my whole thing is, is that I just need to do it, and I'll, I'll stay up to four o'clock in the morning. I'll, I'll wake up at five o'clock in the morning. I'll do all these different things just so that I could record. And it seems to almost be impossible because on a day by day, it's, it's just changing. It's completely changing every day, and I never really know when I'll have time to record. So, like, I told myself, like, oh, okay, can you do it on Sundays? And, yeah, it was a holiday weekend. That didn't make sense. So, I'm finding that I really need to plan ahead. And who I really feel bad for, I feel bad for, like, I'm, I'm a student, right? So, I'm actually, yesterday we had an honor ceremony. And then tomorrow is supposed to be graduation. Like, the only thing I plan for graduation is to walk to the park because it was supposed to be, like, 80 degrees. The weather changed and now it's going to rain all day tomorrow. So my week, (laughs) my life is just so out of tune. And just going back to me being a student, it's like I have to be at home and do my student stuff from home. But like, how do you do that from home if the people who you are around all day doesn't respect your space? And when I say space, it's not like, oh, this is my room or like, oh, this is my side of the bed it's like, how about, like, your sound? How about the noises around you? How about the smells? Like, I was working, um, actually a job that I had last semester in school being in student government, like, I'll be sensitive to, like, the smell of mint, especially, like, if I don't eat first, it drives me crazy, and I had this girl that would come in every, um, whenever she came in, she would just spray mint after I told her I don't like it, and she did it anyway, so it's, like, how do you continue to be in an environment that's not helpful for the person that you're trying to be, especially when you have those conversations and then you're still not respected anyway? So last night, I was very like specific. I'm like, all right guys, I'm about to record it's going down, and what had happened was well, what I try to do is I try to be very specific, right all right, so cute like I forgot to close the window, so I started recording. And then, like, I don't know what happened. Some cars drove by mad out. I had to start, close that, start recording again. And then I had to, um then I told everybody, like, look, if you need to use the bathroom, then, like, use it now. Like, my mic literally picks up everything. And I swear, it was, like, everyone's like, oh, I don't need to use the bathroom. And then, boom, everyone had to use the bathroom at one time. Or even, like, my mom I tell my mom I'm going to record, and then she starts doing laundry. So, like I start recording, and I stop and I play it back. All oh, here is the washing machine, like whatever sound that the washing machine makes. And it was just very like, <laughs> like this is not going to work out. How do I? How do I continue? How do I get through this without feeling like I'm losing my mind? How do I? How do I allow myself to evolve in the face of a crisis? Like, how can I not just sit here and like sit in my uh, what word can I use? Just sit in my anger. What can I do so that I'm not just sitting here in my anger? And I actually read in a post yesterday that the, one of the greatest triumphs is that like, you can go through things, but you still have to keep, like, that optimism, you still have to wake up every morning, like, you didn't fail the day before, and decide, like, this is what I want, and this is what I'm going to do, and this is how I'm going to show up for myself, even if other people don't recognize what's important, I can recognize that this is important to me, and I can be there for myself. I was actually watching this, um, I was watching this church sermon, and, I don't know if I've said it before yet, but uh, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, he was like, you know, a prophet is without honor in his own country. And I believe that so much because it's like, yeah, I'm not a I'm not a celebrity. I'm not rich and famous. But it's like if I was somebody else of like a higher stature, would you respect this time that I'm that I'm requesting that I have for myself? So it's it's something that's very much like that and yes these are my emotions right now and it was so bad last night that it was so bad last night I felt myself getting a headache well actually my headache started from the honor ceremony but we're gonna get into that in a few minutes it actually was um I felt like I wasn't gonna be able to sleep and I was gonna be like cranky and like the evil witch and stuff so like I took a melatonin just so I could like lay down and actually go to sleep because in my mind, like something, something that actually happened to me from being in college is that I started getting anxiety. And I feel like when people talk about college, they're like, oh, college is great. Everybody should go to college. All right. But what about these negative things that come with college? And it's funny. I told myself I wasn't going to start this far back because I am in a, in a bachelor's program right now, but I'm going to actually start from when I was in an associate's program. So I have my associates in theater production, and basically what started to happen for me is that if I had a show the night, if I have a show, right, like say tomorrow I had a show, then tonight I would stay up the whole night, and I just could not sleep. And then it got to a point where it's like, all right, do I have insomnia? Like, what can I do to to combat this and I've never actually figured it out because till this day I will still stay up the whole night before I have a show especially when you have like a 6 a.m call time it's like how do you sleep like I feel like especially most of my friends in college we don't go to sleep it's only between 12 a.m to 3 a.m call time is at 6 a.m it's like what life are you getting like how are you how are you able to function the next day and then it's like you know put the icing on that cake a lot of us don't even like there's, there's really a thing as a struggling artist like a lot of us don't even like eat or, or have money to do things that we want within a whole day so imagine if it's like a tech weekend you're there for 12 hours you're not sleeping you're under these hot lights or in my case for most of the time I was usually in a costume shop costume shop had no windows we would go to the corner store and we get like a panini or like a coffee or something but like that's it we saw no daylight we were just literally in there sewing day after day and yeah college has all of its great things but it's also important to look at the negative things I read another meme and this one is from my high school student she's like you know uh, I started freshman year and I was diagnosed with depression 12th grade I just graduated. I now I'm depression free and it's like it's it's really crazy that college will put you on these really tight deadlines and then they'll give you so if you're taking seven classes you legit have to take seven midterms at the same time. You legit have to take seven finals at the same time. And you know it ranges you could have like a 10-page paper, 20-page paper you can have to make a Prezi, you can have to make a PowerPoint. It's so many different things that it's almost ridiculous. In fact, at so I go to Lehman College, right? At Lehman, there's this one class. It's um it's by O. G. Claudia Case. I actually love Claudia Case, but some people kind of I would say some people don't like her just for the simple fact that she's really she's really on your ass. Like she's not letting shit slide. And when I tell you guys like before the first day of school, she emailed me like five times. In my mind, I'm like, sis, yo, this class didn't even start yet. Like, what you got going on? But she's on you because she wants you to do the work and she wants to make sure that you know everything. So that way by the time you leave her class, you have a portfolio that you can show to people. So what I do love about that class, I actually have a um a dramaturg portfolio. I worked on this play called VoCek, which is spelled, I believe Uh, w-o-y-z-e-c-k and this is a this was written by a German playwright and I don't even remember but when I tell you I have a whole book of over 30 pages of research and writing that I've done for this class like I legit have it but okay I'm gonna try to stop talking about my anger issues okay let me clarify not anger issues. I'm just going through something right now. So yesterday morning, my professor, one of my favorite professors, she ran down on me, right? So she texts the group chat and she's like, Q, are you going to the honor ceremony? And in my mind, like I really was like, yo, fuck this honor ceremony. It's not it. <laughs> and then, so she texts me separately and she's like, oh, you have to go. And I'm like, And my mind, I'm like, yes, (laughs) ma'am. But I was just like, okay, so fuck it, I'm going. And it, what bothers me is that I've legit spent the last 10 years of my life just focusing on school and like figuring out who I am. So I feel like the graduation is like a closing of one part of my life and that it's going to open the next part of my life. And because I'm not having that, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it's, it's, it's real it doesn't seem like it's something tangible that I can actually touch and then at the end of the day <laughs> I was talking to Robert yesterday it's like if I don't have a cap and gown pictures like was I even there <laughs> if I don't have my um if I don't have my tassel and moving from what what is it left to right like did I even graduate if I don't throw my cap in the sky like I don't know. Did God see it as happening? I don't know. But it's like all those different things. And then for me, it's like I didn't even get a chance to buy my cap and gown because school closed. I think it was was a March, March 11th, I think. So I didn't get a chance to buy my cap and gown. I didn't take yearbook pictures. I didn't do anything that's senior related. And like this week is supposed to be like the it week for me, literally the it week. And when I say it week, right? So yesterday was the honor ceremony. Today, what was supposed to happen today? Oh, today is Alejandra's birthday. Shout out to Alejandra. She's been my uh, best friend in undergrad. Uh, today is Professor boisel's birthday. Tomorrow is supposed to be graduation. On Friday, it's supposed to be um, what's supposed to happen Friday? Friday is supposed to be senior ball. Saturday my friend Jacqueline is having like a masquerade for her um, for her birthday and it's like it was something back to back to back to back to back and then after that I was actually supposed to go to Miami for a couple of days see Alejandra and then start the master's program but it's like Pramisha, you're just you're just on your, you're just gonna be on your couch all day like it's it's all good you know just sit on your couch and be the couch potato that you really are inside of your head with my cat and it's it's funny because last night when I was trying to record I look up and it's literally just me and my cat and I felt this like sinking kind of thing like I'm becoming my couch I eat on my couch I sleep on my couch it's like do I even really go in my room at this point point? and sometimes that that's all I gotta say sometimes. So some things that have bothered me this past week, right? You see celebrities online and they're like, oh, you know, we're all in this together and like, congratulations and you guys will be okay. And it's like, okay, I know that I'll be okay. But the difference is, is that you're not going through the same types of mental issues as, as me because you live in a big house and you have all this open space. So you can literally go to a different room and have like a whole different kind of experience. Or you can go outside, you can sit on your lawn, you can sunbathe, you can um, what else can you? You can get in your pool that's like massively, gigantic, enormous. And for me, it's like being in my apartment. I have my room, I have my bathroom, I have the living room. But like I always say, there's always somebody there, and I never just have that space to myself. So, you know, something I said on the past episode of Mommy Memories is like really shout out to all the parents out there because it's like I don't even have kids, but I feel like my mother and my brother, I feel like they are my kids. And Lord they be stressing me out. Something else that was kind of cool, but I didn't really tune into, was the commencement ceremonies this week. So uh, Michelle and Barack Obama, they had one. Uh, John Legend, I think Alicia Keys, and a few other people, they had online commencement ceremonies for the graduating class of 2020. But I didn't want to sit and listen to that either, because it's like, you know, I spent, like I said, like I started undergrad in 2010. I graduated with my associates in 2015, and in my mind, I always be like, oh, you know, that was like, it's a human long to get a two-year degree, but at the end of the day, I got the degree. At the end of the day, I did so many things within that five-year time span that when I look back, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. So I don't want to sell myself short or make it seem like I didn't have like a really good I mean, it, it, it could have been better, but in hindsight, like, I don't want to say, like, oh, I didn't accomplish anything. Like, yeah, I got some licenses, I got college degrees. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm doing what's right for me right now. And just, you just have to keep in mind, it's like all of those different things just made me who I am right now. So, you know, it's all good. And then after I graduated, then I went and got a regular job, which I hated. Well, okay, I kind of loved it because I love the people. I did that, and then I came back to Lehman, and boom, now I'm graduating again, so it's, it's like, I feel like I'm at the right point in life right now, and it's important to know like not to let these time frames like hold you back or, or make you feel like you're lesser than or like you're not doing the damn thing, like yes, my name is Kwameesha, and I did the damn, I did the damn thing, there you go. So uh, something else that was a trend, right? So people are posting pictures of themselves in caps and gowns. And they're like, oh, you know, I did it. You can do it too. Keep going. That didn't help me at all. Because like I said, I didn't, you know, I didn't get a cap and gown or I didn't get a, <laughs> I didn't get yearbook photos. Like it's just, it's it's not, it's not happening for me. And I just really feel like this week I'm supposed to be like the life of the party and you know, eating tacos with the great guac and drinking beers and stuff, and it's just not, it's just not it. All right, so so back to yesterday, right? So my teacher ran down on me, and I decided, okay, great, I'm going to attend this honor ceremony. So I was supposed to start at 3 o'clock, and then all these things went through my head, like, okay, um, do you get dressed up to sit on your couch? Do you want to put on, uh, do you want to put on makeup? And then I was like, nah, that's that's like mad work. (laughs) So then I was like, okay, Kormisha, so like, you know, what are you going to do? So I was like, how about just take a shower? So I took a shower. I, I even put on lotion. I just sat on my couch, turned to Channel 68, so I could watch Bronx Net, and nothing happened, literally nothing. And then I think that's when I first started getting stressed out yesterday. So, apparently, well, according to Facebook Live, they posted, like, oh, we're having technical difficulties. I'm like, oh, okay, it should take, like, a few minutes. Like, you've been, you know when people be like, yo, you had one job. Lemon, lemons, Peter, stop playing with me. Like, you guys had one job to get this done. And it's, like, our whole semester has gone and shit, and, like, the first celebration, it just fucks up, massively fucks up. So it finally started working at like 3.48. And then I just want to shout out my friends. Thank you, Emma. Thank you, Nadine. Because they're all texting me like, hey, are you, are you watching? Oh, congratulations. I'm like, for what? For why? Like what happened? So the reason why Amanda ran down on me is that her, well, the Office of um, Community Engagement, okay, the new name, it's International Programs and Community Engagement, So Amanda and everybody who works in there, they actually nominated me for the Global Excellence Award. So I'm officially the 2020 winner. And when I was talking to Amanda about it yesterday, I just thanked her so much for like the impact that she's had on my life. I feel like I wouldn't be who I am right now if I didn't meet her. I love doing service in the community and helping people as much as I can. And I'm thankful that... Because I was in her program, like, I know what I'm doing for the next two years of my life. Whereas a lot of people right now are really confused. Like, a lot of people are unemployed. Speaking of that, I still haven't gotten my unemployment check. It's been five weeks since I filed, but I digress. So, yeah, a lot of people are unemployed right now. A lot of people are hungry. A lot of people are facing eviction, even though eviction is technically illegal. But, you know, people are doing it anyway. So it's so many different things that are happening, but I actually feel like even though I have the negativity, I feel like I'm I'm at a good space with my life. So one thing that I personally want to do in the future is that I want to have all of my degrees up on the wall whenever I move. So I don't know if it'll be like a living room or like a bedroom thing, but I want to have them all up so that when I come in, I can see it and I can like celebrate myself and everything that I have accomplished. Because I really believe in, <laughs> I really believe in Kanye skits and my degrees will keep me warm at night. <laughs> so um, just moving in into a few other things. Oh guys, FYI, I don't think I said this at the beginning, but I can't concentrate upstairs, so I actually decided to just recorded in front of my building so I know there's been a couple cars that passed by there's been some people talking loud anything you hear in the background today is literally outside noise I found that I needed more uh, open space and I would like sunlight whenever the sun decides to show itself I will be like oh my god the sun's out but for now it's kind of cloudy and I look a mess but let's not get into that so I'm going to start from why I had quit my job in 2017. There's a few different reasons, but one thing I'm really going to point out is that my my manager literally said to me, he was like, oh, I shouldn't have let you went to school. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> Who are you talking to? What do you mean you shouldn't have let me go to school? And in that situation, I was like the senior manager in my building and he was the new store manager that had just came in. So it was kind of like, I just find that some men still that females shouldn't know more than them or like, um, or like he didn't want to learn from me because my position was under him, but it's like, all right, I can sit here. I can do brand management. I can do loss prevention. I can do, um, talent and education is there's, there's so many different things that I could do. And I'm naturally a nice person. I'm naturally someone who wants to service other people. Like, oh, hi, you don't know how to do it? Sure, let me show you how to do it. Or if I make a decision, I'd explain why I want to make the decision. And the very first day that I met him, I was trying to explain why I cut somebody off the schedule. And he just completely cut me off. And he's like, no, if you make a decision, you have to stick to it. I'm like, okay, but you're the store manager, shit. And you know why somebody's not on the schedule. And after I felt those vibes, it was like, I can't do this. But I had decided. It's like, yeah, I like that job. And it was it was hard leaving because I felt like this is a job that I've been at for like eight years on and off. Finally got the position that I wanted. So I, I really wanted to stay. But I, I had a dream one day. And a dream told me that I needed to leave. The dream told me that I needed to leave. So at that point, I just put in my two-week notice. And... My manager basically said to me, like, he didn't know how he was going to make it through the rest of that season without me being there because of how much work I put in for the company. So he asked me to stay through, like, January 8th or something like that. And I stayed. And my birthday is January 10th. So literally that same week, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to California. Went to California. Saw Lucy. Also decided that I needed to be back in college. So I started back to school where I started Lehman January 2018 and I can honestly say that's one of the best decisions of my life just because it's like I feel like so many people just try to like hold you back and they don't want you to move forward and then when you actually go and do the things that you said that you want to do it's like oh my god I can't believe you're doing this like oh you actually did go back to school or oh you actually are having the life that you said you wanted to have and It's crazy how it's always the people that you think that should support you. Those are always the people who I find hating you the most. Because again, a prophet is without honor in his own country. So when I decided to go back to school, it was like a few different things. One, Professor Boiso, who I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but he's been my mentor for over five years right now. So he, so he, okay, Professor So he's a costume designer, he's a light designer, he's a set designer, his drawings are amazing, he has work in museums, he has a bomb-ass website, and he gives really great advice, and something I love about him as a teacher, like, we would literally come in early, and then we would leave late, so it's been times where he's even, like, spent the night in school, because, all right, these lights need to be hung, and, like, nobody else is going to do it, or, oh, well, these costumes, this stuff needs to be sold and no one else is going to do it. So, like, I have to come and I have to show up and I have to make sure that I'm doing the work for the students and, like, everything is in its place. And at that time, I had never experienced someone in school, in college, who had, like, cared that much. So, Bristol was, like, basically, he had moved to California, like... Kind of, I guess him and Lucy, they weren't exactly like in the same towns, maybe like an hour, two hours apart. And so he was like working on movies all the summer. And then one day he's like, oh, you know, I would hire you guys for some stuff. But you you have to have your bachelor's degree. What? And I decided, like, I don't want. I feel like it's already as a black woman, like I have so many things against me. Like I'm black. I have an afro. I'm thick. Um, people think my name is ghetto it's, it's so many things that people look at me and count me out and if it's something that I could control such as having a bachelor's degree nobody's going to say to me oh well you can't get this job because you don't have a bachelor's or I don't want someone to say to me well oh well you can't get paid more money because you don't have a bachelor's which the the whole pay system that's a whole nother issue in its own but I've I've literally been at jobs where actually me and my older brother, we were working the same exact job. We got hired by the same manager. And when I found out my brother made more, I'm like, you know, woo-woo, ah-ah. And then he said that there's nothing that he can do about the pay difference, even though it was the same exact job to this day. I don't know if it's because of his degree or what the exact situation was, but I just know he was making more than me. And I'm not not here for it because I feel like, especially now that I do have a bachelor's degree, people don't know. I will quit. Like don't don't play these kind of games with me. I feel like I'm educated enough and I'm well-rounded enough where I can be in different settings and I can accomplish different types of things. And as long as I'm working on something that I can find passion for, that I can find that my heart can speak to it, then that's the direction that I'm gonna go. And then also, why so did I want me to go to Lee, man. And he's like, oh, like. Yo, if I could with him, I would have been in like SBA or or something of that nature. And what really held me back is that from going to a big school like that it was like the money. I was like, yo, how am I going to, how am I going to afford going to such like a school that's so big like that? And it it really bothered me. And then I was like, well, you know what? I could I could afford. I could really I could afford Lehman. I can do that. Or even I was thinking about going to um, FIT for costume design. But then when you go to FIT, you actually have to start over from your associates. And I was like, dad, do I want to start all over and get an associate's degree when when it just took me five years to get one? Or do I just want to continue so that I can finally have my bachelor's? So those are different reasons why I ended up at Lehman. And then Lucy was at Lehman. And a few other people that I knew were at Lehman, so it kinda just made sense. So my um <laughs> my uh my first big class that really made me feel at home was Devise multimedia with Professor Daniel uh, Arizari. Hopefully I did not butcher his name right now. And I love this class because. When I tell you guys that Daniel gives no fucks, Daniel gives no fucks. And he's very much, okay, climb on the wall, jump up and down, roll over. Everybody huddle in a corner. Okay, go to the next corner. And I'm somebody, I feel like people always be like, oh, black people have so much coordination. Do we really? Because this is right here. I don't I don't feel like, like, nah, I don't feel like I got it. But in his class, I feel like I learned so much about my body and what it can do, what it can't do, what I want it to do. And I learned, I feel like I learned the most about actually acting on stage. In hindsight, I kind of ran away from acting because when I was always in a costume shop, right? (laughs) But what had happened is that in his class, he's like, all right, well, yeah, you are a designer. You can still do designs, but you still got to be on stage. And I'm like, plot twist. So uh, I ended up, and then also, th- this is the, the real plot twist. This class was the first time that it was ever offered. So when I tell you that the communication from the theater department to my professor, however it went down, it just was like non-existent. So we were we knew that we were putting together a show, but we didn't know that, like we didn't know that we needed to produce it ourselves. We didn't know that we had to be our own light designers. We didn't know that we had to be our own costume designers. So when I figured all of that out, I was like, all right, this is my moment. <laughs> this is all things that I know how to do. I'm not exactly a light designer, but I've designed one show before. And I have a good friend who's graduating from Purchase this semester. His name is Steven Zhang, and he's a great light designer. So I've been his assistant like once in the past where we were like hanging lights like, together. It was, it was actually fun. I kind of missed the experience. But I was like, all right, Fumisha, this is your moment. You're about to produce a show. So I'm, I'm telling a little bit of people that I do it on campus, like, hey, this is what's happening. This is what I need. And it all ended up coming together. And when I say this is one of the best experiences of my undergrad, it's it was amazing. So when it comes to acting, like I was saying earlier, I don't really consider myself to be an actor. I mean, I, I could do it though, but do, yeah, I, I could do it though. And I, I love being on the stage and in front of the camera. But at that time, I feel like I was more, my nerves were really like what was like getting me. And then also subconsciously, I have this thing where all my life, like I said, in episode one, like all my life, people was just been like, yo, sis, you're weird. Like, what are you doing? So I'd always have these ideas, but it came to a point where it's like, do I even want to show people what I'm thinking? Because if I show them what I'm thinking, like, would they still even want to be friends with me? Or not that I'm stressed about friends, but it's it's a real thing. Like, would they still want to talk to me? Will we still be cool? Would they like kind of separate themselves from me because of that? And I feel like saying it as an adult is a little complicated, saying it out loud but the reality is that it's something that happens every day to people in the world. And in this podcast, I'm not going to sit here and act like things don't happen. And I'm not going to act like I don't have like realistic concerns and emotions. So even the, um, the intro music for this podcast, heavily inspired by The Greatest Showman, which is one of my faves. And my character ended up being um at first it started like very like Alice in Wonderland ish right uh and then it ended up being more greatest showman and when I tell you guys it was beautiful like I had on these high black boots I had on these silver sequin pants I had on this like dark purple blazer with the long tail in the back I had on a a top hat I put these uh these fall dreads in my locks, excuse me, I put these locks in my hair, and the whole look was very, like, guys, I could have looked like I was in a movie, like, I could have been in a movie, and it started very, um it started, like, a circus with the, um, the beginning of the Greatest Showman song in it, and then it transitioned to, like, a monologue that I created, and the monologue was basically about what I was saying, about how I'm this person that I am and that I am becoming, but the world treats me like I'm a fucking nut. <laughs> and then I feel like it started out very like passionate and like these are the things that I want to do, but people treat me badly. And then my character kind of gets like psychotic. And she thinks that someone is like laughing at her, and she and she has like a a, a a cane staff, whatever you want to call it. So then that staff cane it becomes like a gun, and she's like, "Are you guys laughing at me? You're all laughing at me!" And then she starts giving, she's like, "Ah!" And then she starts using her cane as like a gun and like shooting at people on the floor and then how the lights like flash like it was a gun like it was fucking amazing I think it's one of my I think it's one of my best works but what I could say I hated about that is like I put so much work into that and the theater department did not even advertise it so it's like we had like a small audience but did people know we had a show no and they didn't know because okay it's a it's a new class nobody knows what's really happening with it nobody knows if they can come it was it was that kind of thing, but overall, it was a great show, and I wish that I could just share it with more people. I wish more people would have showed up because it was it was just that great experience. So now I'm going to talk about some of my friends from the actual class, and I feel like they really shaped my mindset being an undergrad. So I'm going to start with my friend Stephanie. Hey, girl, if you're listening, I love you so much. Like, I remember one day we were sitting, um, we were sitting outside of the classroom and we were all on the floor. We were sitting there, we were emotional as fuck because, you know, that's what us theater people, that that's what we are. We, <laughs> we live in our emotions. <laughs> and we were sitting there and we were talking about our lives and what we want to do. And I feel like she's someone who, I feel like she's someone who really like takes chances and they're like, okay, well, I have this opportunity. I'm going to try it. And you know what, if, if I don't like it, then I can just do something else, which I feel like that's something that her and I, like, we're both living by. My friend Maddie, she is a singer, an actress, and a stage manager. And we were, I'm going to record with her one day. We were talking about, like, how after you graduate, then you, like, get depressed and all the different emotions that you go through. And I feel like that's exactly what I'm going through right now. So we'll come back in a couple of episodes, and we'll actually talk about how she's handling her emotions. My friend Emma, Emma, thank you so much for, like, <laughs> texting me yesterday about, like, the honor ceremony. Because, girl, I was, like, I was going to start getting some anxiety. But she's an amazing painter. Um, Her work kind of reminds me of, like, Basque. How do you pronounce her? Basquiat? Basquiat? Basquia? Not sure. I'll have to look that up one day. Yeah, but she's an actress. She's She's a painter. She also dances. She's somebody who she's very, like, passionate about her work. And you can see... Like she's somebody who you can like really see that she's done the work, which is really important. Because some people will just show up to class like with nothing. No, she she she's showing up with something. Her mind is always thinking, even if she doesn't say it out loud. Like her mind is always going there before your mind can go there. Like she, like with her is like if you want to do something, you got to be quicker than that. You got to show up. You got to know exactly what you want. Cause she's like, all right, so what are we doing? <laughs> um. Alejandra, so again, today is Alejandra's birthday, and our friendship, so we actually met at, um, in my associate's degree program, I believe we met in a costume shop, and it's crazy, like, we knew each other, but we weren't, like, cool, cool like that, and then I get to Lehman, and she's, like, in my, was it my voice and diction class, which is another class that I really love, but, so we became great friends over free food, like, it was a flyer, and I was like, oh, free food, I'm out. or I think we went to go get lunch together, something like that. And then every day it's like, okay, there's food here. Okay. Let's go to the diner. Okay. We're doing this. Okay. We're doing that. Okay. Let's eat. And then our classes were just back to back. So it just naturally fit in that we would be together all the time. Hi. Um, Eric, yo, Eric, I love Eric so much. I feel like Eric is so spiritual and he's somebody who gets me. And then I feel like, Eric is one I I think I have okay, I have like three legit male friends that I talk to on like a regular basis. And you know what's crazy? I'm saying that on a podcast and I haven't spoken to Eric in months. I've texted him but I haven't spoken to him. I have to call him. But he's someone who could look at me and be like, Kormisha, what you're doing right now, that's bullshit. Like why are you doing this? And why are you doing that? And what I could appreciate about him is like, you know how some some friends could call you out and they could just be like hating on you. Nah, he's not hating. He's legit. Like, I don't get what the fuck you're doing. (laughs) I mean, he doesn't curse like that. But it's like, I I don't get it. Like, that doesn't make no sense. And we'll sit and we'll have these really long conversations. And then at the end of the conversation, like, I feel like I have such a load taken off of me. It's like, you know how you have an experience with somebody and then after you just feel light? Like, I feel like talking to him makes me feel light. And he makes me understand myself on a deeper level. All right, so then, okay, my friend Jadiel, so while I was doing my producer thing in his class, and we were looking for people, he's one of the people who decided to do lights, and he's an amazing rapper, he's a good actor, he's, uh, um, I think he's doing great with light design, like, I felt like I was like, yeah, yeah, you could do light design, yeah, take it seriously, and then he started, um, he started doing it, and then every time I see him doing lights, like, I get, So excited because I'm like, oh my god! Like, look at you! Like, you started here and now you're there, and I just think it's it's amazing to watch people and their growth. My friend Angela. So Angela sings, she dances. I feel like she's one of the people in school. Her and her and Carla, they both do like everything, and I love seeing pictures of them. Angela actually, she was hired by I think it was Levi's. Like she had adult. Was it like last year or the year before? Carla is really great at, so Carla was in my producing role. Carla, when I met her, she was acting as a stage manager, so I just appreciate her for coming through, and I didn't know her, but I know she knew some other people in the show, and just doing that, just because every show needs a stage manager. If If you think you don't need a stage manager, you will probably go nuts, because one thing I learned in the theater is that yeah, I'm trained to do 80% of the stuff here, but that doesn't mean that just because I'm trained to do it, that I have to do it. Um, Eileen. So Eileen is the living icon. She is, I do consider her to be a socialite. She actually is a signed model. Oh, look at my outside noise. There's a truck coming up the hill right now. Ooh, loud, loud, loud. Talk me. <laughs> Alright, so Eileen is the living icon. And I feel like something that I learned from Eileen is that you have to, like, I, I do feel like I'm a risk taker, but then it's like, sometimes you'll be like, oh, okay, well, I invested a dollar. And then some people will be like, well, I invested a thousand dollars. I'm like, shit, you really, you really went for it, huh? <laughs> I feel like she's somebody who's like, not just, oh, let me just put my tiptoe in to like, see how it feels. She's like, nah, I'm going all out. So what I love about Eileen is that and her last semester, she actually studied abroad in France. And, and she's just always traveling the world. I think she just came back from Belize. I'm not sure. But she just came back from somewhere. And she's, like, actually a signed model. And something that I didn't understand about her, but now I do understand. Because I feel like, oh, okay. that um, We had all went on vacation together, right? And then I'm like, all right. Well, not most of us who I listed. Okay, we're all together. Like, let's spend time with each other. And she, And she has a blog. And she was, like, really focused on her blog and getting pictures and stuff right for that. And for me, my love language is that I just love spending time with people. But in her mind, like, yeah, I'm on a vacation, but I'm not going to miss this opportunity to create content. And in my mind, I feel like at that time, I was like, yeah, I'm a content creator. But it's like, am I living it? Am I breathing it? Like, is it oozing out of my veins? Like, can you, like smell when you come around me that I'm about my business and I'm not taking no shit from nobody which is something that she is something that she shows and don't get me wrong like I appreciate people all right you want to go off and do this all right do what you got to do I don't really like to be around people but from watching her and and seeing how she operates because you know this her blog is is her personal business her modeling and she's 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 beautiful great great face body her afro is popping everything and just to see how she operates when it comes to her business, I think it's really amazing and I feel like she'll she'll really go far in life um I do have a friend named d Angels what I love about d Angels from this class is she'll like she's fun like you know how somebody could come in and like light up a room she's she's one of those people I have a friend named Heman he's a great writer and I'm a fan of his acting and of his poetry he had a scene. <laughs> so he had a scene from the devised multimedia class that I was in. And it it was a part where it was like chicken grease or something. And he was like acting like he was like rubbing it over his body. And it was so interesting to see and with the music in the background and the lights and stuff. So my role, I was basically like one of the patients in like a crazy Institute. And every time he would start singing, we'd have to like, rotate to like different chairs and then my mom I came to see this show so I was I was on stage in front of my mom and when he's singing we had to like touch ourselves and my mom was like oh girl <laughs> she was like oh girl I see you okay okay and I'm like my mom while I'm on stage and when I say I just lose my concentration it's, it's crazy and I had on this little white tank top and I had on these little like sheer shorts and it was a great scene but just touching myself in the manner for that that poem that human had created it was it was crazy um my next friend I'm gonna talk about his name is Robert and uh Ali and I every time we see him like is is that my king (laughs) so he is our king because of um his script was he King Lair? hmm I don't remember what king or if he created his his own king but Robert is somebody who's so passionate. Like, he, he's a manager at his job, but then he still finds time to come to school and to work on all these different projects. And we took the class I was talking about earlier with Claudia Case. And when I say he was such a big help to me in just our doing our readings and reviewing for tests together, going to the library together, making sure that he coordinated his time and that he was available. Like, that's something that I'll never forget. One of my best undergrad experiences. And then I'm going to talk about Eloy. So Eloy, Eloy's kind of antisocial. But the cool thing about Eloy is that he's a great voiceover actor. So what he did is that he performed Sweeney Todd. And it was fucking amazing. And, like, during the scene, I'm supposed to be backstage. But I'm always, like, creeping my head around the little thing to watch him perform (laughs) and then at the end of his scene he like um so he had a table at the end of his scene he's still saying um he's singing the Sweeney Todd song but he's like rolling off stage while he's singing and when I tell you it's fucking hilarious like I wish I had it in front of me so that I could um so I could just watch it over and over and over and over it's it's really that good All right, guys, so, hmm, let me see, are there any other experiences off the top of my head right now? Hmm. Nah, I think I told you guys everything already. So, I'm going to give you guys my favorite sonnet by Shakespeare, and it's sonnet 116. So, I first uh, learned of the sonnet when I was at um, BMCC, and... It was my homework. I believe it was Professor Dowling, where we had to find a sonnet and then bring it to class and just um, recite it for like one minute. And the crazy thing is that I only learned the one minute because that was the assignment, but I never learned the whole thing. And then over the years, I would just randomly start saying, uh, let me not to the marriage of true minds. And I'm like, Kwameesha, why is this stuck in your head? But the truthful thing about theater and through my experience is that these characters from these scripts, they will never die. They will always be a part of me because every character stemmed from someone's brain, which could have stemmed from a dream or like a real life experience. So all of these things, all of these experiences that they're going through is real. So I even have, like I worked on a show called The Fairy Cell Project and one of the scenes in it, um, well, actually, a few things. When like they're knocking on the door, the characters would say "bang, bang, bang," <laughs> and then sometimes when I'm going into a room, I'll say "bang, bang, bang." Or uh, there's another play I worked on called Hot El Baltimore, where the main character she's just reciting all these different cities. So when I look at a map and I see one of the cities from her monologue, I'm like, "Oh yeah, Hot El Baltimore." Like I'm theater. Theater is a live art. And it's one of those things that I don't believe that it can ever truly die. Because these characters, like I said, they live inside of you. But I'm going to read this, this. <clears throat> Sonnet 116. Let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love which alters when it alteration finds or bends with the remover to remove. Oh no, it is an ever fixing mark that looks on tempest and is never shaken. It is the star to every wandering bark, whose worth's unknown, although his height be taken. Love's not time's full, though rosy lips and cheeks within his bending sickle's compass come. Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out even to the edge of doom. If this be error upon me proved, I never writ, nor no man ever loved. (laughs) I love this because... Oh, the end. <laughs> I I love this sonnet because I believe in love, and I do believe that it can test the. I I believe that love can test the stand of times if you let it. And I feel like we're just in a time period right now where nobody wants to love or to be in love, and everybody has like their baggage that comes with them. And it kind of comes down to like, am I am I settling for this person? Just because I want to be with somebody, or like, yeah, I see these red flags, but like, am I gonna go and be with this person anyway? Or like, so many people are just talking to like multiple people at one time. I feel like, like, does love even really exist? So what I want to do for one of the future episodes is that I'm trying to find couples who have been together for more than 10 years, married, and just ask them questions about their relationship, like what it is that really made it work them because I know I personally know one couple that was married for more than 20 years and my friend uh, Mariah her parents have been married for a long time and then I know my other friend um, Angel and Wesley they've been married I think they've been together all together like eight years but if I could find and like figure out okay you know what what is it about you guys that actually made it work like what was okay for you guys to like negotiate on? What was your hardcore nose? Because I have a um, I was telling one of my friends the other day, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna start dating. I'm like, all right, well make sure you know what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept. And that's not me saying to make a list and check it twice. That's me saying, like, if it's important for you to have a girlfriend who ha- has education, then then make sure that that's one of your non-negotiables. But don't do something like, oh, her lips need to be this big or her butt needs to be that big because those are things that can change over time or if you want to be like a certain skin tone or even from a certain religion, like you have to really sit and think about what you're willing to deal with and what you're not willing to deal with because the reality, especially going through the coronavirus, is that life is short and the greatest thing that you could have on earth is love, which is free, and so many people die without ever experiencing that. So, yeah, I'm a lover. I'm, like, a lover from, like, a movie or, like, a lover from, like, a song. And I find that I do take issue with that because it's, like, why in songs and in movies we can sit here and we can express how we feel, but we can't do that in real life? And I think people have almost made a taboo. Like, yeah, in a song, you can say you love her and she's the girl of your dreams, but you can't. You can't say that in real life, like what's actually going on. And I think what it is, is that doing music and doing movies, it allows you to vicariously live through that character that you are creating. But what if... All right, check this out, check this out. What if you're not living through a character? And what if you're just being authentically yourself? And like, what does that What does that look like? And I feel like people can do it, but people are scared. And how do we make people not be scared, which is like the million dollar question. I wish that I knew the answer to. So guys, I want to thank you so much for listening to the Museum of My Mind. This is your host, Kwamisha, and you can follow me on Instagram. Again, as Q-U-A-M-E-I-S-H-A. And I'm going to close with a quote today. You are only as good as your circle is. You don't always have to be the smartest person in the room. And keep in mind that 2020 can still be your year. It is the end of May. You have so many months left. It's like, what will it look like if in three months from now, you stuck to a plan that you said that you were going to do? Or in five months from now, or like, what does your January look like? If today you say, okay, I'm saving this amount of money. All right, this is the school that I want to be in. This is what I'm going to do with my kids. This is how I'm going to get quality time with my mother. This is how I'm going to show up for myself. All right. Well, I said I wanted to travel and I've never exactly traveled, but like, hey, how do I start planning it? And these are all great things that I would like to talk about. So if you guys um, have any comments or have any questions about anything that I'm saying, you can DM me You can um, and you can write it under my weekly post and I will check you guys next week.